Hello everyone, this is John Moore and welcome to episode number 169 of Running Lines, theater conversations with interesting folk in the Colorado and national theater communities. Today we're coming at you from the Denver Center for the Performing Arts where the young cast of Lord of the Flies is preparing for its September 26th opening in the Space Theater. Today we are taking advantage of our audio format to talk to you about stage dialects. We are joined by DCPA dialect coach Kathy Mays and cast members Charlie Franklin and Matt Gumley. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. So the listeners can understand who's who. I'm going to have both of you introduce yourselves, tell us how old you are and who you're playing in this story. My name's Charlie Franklin. I'm 22 years old. I'm playing the character of Rafe. My name's Matt Gumley. I'm 17 years old and I am playing Piggy. So, Kathy, I know you have a Ph.D., but how does one become a dialect coach? Well, that's a very interesting thing because there are very, very few opportunities. But I always loved working with dialects, and it was when I did a postdoctorate at Central School of Speech and Drama in London that I met uh, one of the best dialect coaches in the world, Joan Washington, and we became very good friends, and lo and behold, she started getting me work at the Royal Shakespeare. Nice, nice name dropping there, Ro- yeah. Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah. Way to just slip that in. <laughs> oh, okay. And the founder of the Denver Center for the Performing Arts is the man responsible for bringing the Royal Shakespeare Company to America for the first right. time. Right. So how did you come to the Denver Center? Well, that was through Tony Church, who was uh, coming to Denver to head the National Theater Conservatory, He was looking for a voice coach, so he went to Cicely Berry, who was the voice coach at the RSE, and asked for a recommendation, and she recommended that Tony call me. Never looked back. And (laughs) since then, I think you've been the voice and speech coach of pretty much every show at the Denver Center. Just about. I came in 89. Okay, fellas, were either of you born in 1989? (laughs) No. Nope, nope. <laughs> Not to make us feel old, Kathy. <laughs> so, Kathy, I'm Irish. Mm-hmm. Denver has a lot, whole lot of Irish theater, and I hear from audiences all the time that authentic is not always as important as understandability. There's a term for Irish plays that's like, oh, it was Irish enough. Yeah. What do you think about Irish enough? Well, I absolutely agree because, you know, you can have the most authentic accent in the world, and if people can't understand it, it has no value in the theater. You know, I discovered the secret when I was visiting Ireland. I, I found out that when you go there, you can't understand a word anybody's saying, but the more, the more Guinness that you drink, the more you understand. understand. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's really true. If it's I, I universal read. language. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Lord of the Flies. This story is, of course, set on an uninhabited island in a remote region of the Pacific Ocean. It doesn't matter so much where the boys are now, but where they come from. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt's the only one that has what we would call a public school education, and the other boys are what we call a private school education. And at that time, they were really schooled in articulation, diction, a proper Oxbridge accent. It is clear from the way it's written that Matt comes from London because it is definitely a Cockney accent. And it's written almost like George Bernard Shaw writes his cockney. Nigel Williams literally wrote in word for word what it would actually sound like reading it in a London accent or a cockney accent. Wow. So Mm -hmm. words like C-A-U-S-E, cause, would be written C-O-S, cause. Okay, Charlie, where are you from? 
I'm from upstate New York. And Matt, where are you from? New York City. Okay, mm-hmm. neither of you sound like you're from New York City. <laughs> oh, yeah. Although Albany's like a long way from, from New York. <laughs> They've been trained. They know the phonetics, and that's what we really work on. And also intonation, how they stress words. So just so the listeners understand the caliber of dudes you're working with yes. here. Um, Charlie, what Broadway show did you just come from? I just came from the Bridges of Madison County. There's no British accent in that show. It's more Italian and... No, but the point is Broadway. And Matt, you started a Broadway show. I did. That was Elf the Musical. I suddenly am nervous to be talking to you guys. <laughs> so, Kathy, explain to us how this works. You get assigned individual one-on-one time with these guys. Right. How does it work? Well, what I like to do is sit down with each one of them and go through every one of their lines during the first week so they can get the phonetic changes, the pronunciations, everything. Because the worst thing that can happen is to bring a dialect coach in at the end and say, oh, can you make them sound British now? And I would say, I'd say no, because everyone in the cast would hate me. Well, also, <laughs> yeah. isn't it very true that, that you, you memorize the, the words a certain way? If somebody comes in at the yes. last minute and says you have to say it a different way, it's yeah. almost like having to learn the lines all well, over again. And, and, you know, there's a, an awful thing that you can do to an actor. You know, they always talk about living moment to moment on stage. And if all of a sudden you change it, they'll get on stage and they come to that word and think, Now, how did she say how to pronounce that? And it puts them in their head and takes them out of their acting. So the way I work is I do it right at the beginning before really they even memorize the lines. So, Matt, is she she tough? Does she crack some skulls? I mean, she doesn't let people get away with any. If there's any any slippage, people people don't not hear about it. We have Um, a jar in rehearsal where you have to put a dollar in if you say Ralph instead of Rafe. Rafe. That was the big thing right at the very beginning, you know, and people in the United States don't think about R-A-L-P-H as being Rafe, except Rafe Fines. But in Britain, that's the way they traditionally pronounce it. So, Kathy, let's demonstrate some of how your technique works. We're going to have each of the fellows pick a line that they say in the show. I'm going to have them say it Mm -hmm. in their normal speaking voices, and then we're going to demonstrate what it sounds like afterward and talk about what the difference yeah. is. And so, Matt, I'm going to start with you. Sure. So, so uh, give, me, give me a line in your normal speaking voice. We can't. We can't. We can't just do as we like. And if we all talk at the same time, we'll never get nowhere, will we? I'll uh, tell you what. I'll tell you what. Okay, so now <laughs> how does it sound when you pronounce it on stage? We can't, though. We can't. We can't just do as we like. And if we all talk at the same time, we'll never get nowhere, will we? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Wow, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much of that is just natural ear? I, he's got a great ear, and you do too, Charlie. And, and, and I'll tell you, not all actors are created you know, or born with great ears, but, you know, Matt just has an affinity. He's, yeah. He can just pick up anything. So what are the nuances of getting the cockney right in there? Well, you know, for example, the ah-ah split. We say can't, they say can't. And what's odd about it, they would say cannot or I can, but it's can't. And then the the glottals, he was using a lot of the glottals. Two T's is usually silent and then distributed with a glottal. It, so it, little versus little. Yeah, little. Okay, glottal lost me there. Glottal. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a thing with, it's a thing with the back of your tongue where it kind of stops the air movement in your mouth quickly to create a stop in your voice, which right. can take the place of a T. Yeah, and it happens when, when the T comes between two vowel sounds. So bottle. 
you know, and, and, and the little, and then, of course, dropping the R's. The R is dropped if it's followed by a consonant sound and it's yeah. left in, the vowel. Cockney for me is lazier. That's the word that comes to mind. When you're talking in a British accent, you've almost got to think a little more about whatever you say. Whereas when you're doing it Cockney, actually, it's more like, you know, you can sort of sit back and you actually not really do a lot of the work because there's not a lot of consonants being pronounced and things like that. Okay, Charlie, you're up. Give us a line in your normal speaking voice. All right. Don't stand there like a great fat wet weed. Stamp, stamp, can't you? Don't stand there like a fat wet weed. <laughs> Don't stand there like a great fat wet weed. All right, this will be interesting. So how does Rafe say this in Lord of the Flies? Rafe says... Don't stand there like a great fat wet weed. Stamp, stamp, can't you? Nice. Very of course, quick. obviously there's fire going mm -hmm. on in there. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. So, Kathy, what's the fundamental difference in the way Charlie was saying that line? Well, it's interesting. This ah-ah splits, you know, we say dance, they say dance. We say can't, they say can't. But it doesn't always change. Not You can't say every ah word goes to ah. I have a line that they work on. It says, I can't get the ant off the basket, but auntie can, where they, you juxtapose, and actors will have a great deal of difficulty, American actors, if mm. one changes and one doesn't, and they're right beside each other. And I'll say, John, one thing that I am always really aware of is I try to help the actor find why he needs this accent to do the character. Yeah. And if you can help the actor find that, they won't lose the accent. Well, wouldn't it be really impressive if now that I read the outro, if I could do it in a British accent? <laughs> but you should try. I think it might be horrifying. <laughs> so I'm just going to do it in I'm kind of curious, though. <laughs> I want to thank Kathy, Charlie. I, see, I can't even get to Char Like, Charlie. I didn't say Charlie. 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 <laughs> I'm not going to torture those listeners. I'm not going to do it. I want to thank Kathy, Charlie, and Matt for joining us on Running Lines. And we want to let listeners know that Lord of the Flies plays from September 26th through November 2nd in the Space Theater in the round on a set with 10 tons of sand and a real fire. Mm -hmm. Performances vary because there are a lot of weekday matinees for schools, but generally there are public performances at 7.30 p.m. on Fridays, 1.30 and 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays, and 1.30 p.m. on Sundays at the Denver Performing Arts Complex. Call 303-893-4100 or go to www.denvercenter.org. Thanks again for listening, and join us again next week for another episode of Running Lines. <laughs> Yay! Oh, man, okay. that was horrible. <laughs> piggy, piggy. Piggy, 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 piggy. Piggy. Come on up then. Come on. Piggy. 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 What would you grade me? Oh, well, John, I haven't lost an actor yet. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'll give you... The keyword there is actor. <laughs> Thank you guys. Hey, you're more Thank than you. welcome. That was some serious journalism there. <laughs>